0: by the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. I'm, Rex, right. Brewer, I'm Rex Brewer, and uh, I'm the host of the Dane Filling Wrestling Show, is what we're going to call it, because uh, i tell you what. A few years ago, people started talking to me about pushing for a, a wrestling show. They said, you got a basketball coach's show, you got a football coach's show. And until I took over the football coach's show for Bob Adams this year, I didn't realize what uh, a fun time it could be. And I, I really enjoyed that football show. And a couple of people started pushing me, and all I did was I said something to Dane, and next thing you know... Dane's off and running with it, so I I have a lot to thank Dane for because the, Dane has done all the legwork for this, and I, we really appreciate our sponsors. Uh, and we're joined here by Jason Cree, this uh, it's one of the Double Eagles, uh, one of our sponsors and our our host here, and uh, lots of other sponsors we'll talk about through the night. But I'd like to introduce Dane Fillinger, A.K.A. Deck Bell, who's uh, uh, Matt. dot com's uh, main guru and statistician, and uh, welcome to our show, Dane. Indiana Matt just celebrated
1: yesterday their eleventh uh, birthday. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, it's come a long ways, and it, it really has transformed Indiana high school wrestling in a, in a way in a way that I'm not sure anybody was really ready for. Well, is that the true start of Indiana Matt? Is that
0: when, like, Peck and Paul started it and then it took no, over No, no, no. This that, is just the Joe Caprino. Okay. joke so Caprino. this is the Joe show. Okay. And yeah. I, I tell you what, Joe does a great job with it. Um, why do you tell us a little bit about
1: uh, what Joe's going to do for this show? Well, he just continues to – every year it's something different. I know this year one of the big things that Indiana Matt has put on, and it has really been a help to coaches, is you're able to, instead of putting your results after they happen now, every team has their schedule uploaded and, and – you know from looking for common opponents to looking for somebody to schedule to just finding out you know who's wrestling who I was able to today we're talking about who wrestles who tomorrow and and, and tonight and the day after all you got to do is go to Indiana mat and it's all there and and in a way I've had this conversation with several people Joe Caprino kind of killed the discussion board of high school wrestling because there's nothing more to discuss. <laughs> you don't need to discuss mm-hmm. it. There's no more There's no more information that people don't know because he has everything on there, and every year he adds something different. And, you know, a lot of people were jealous of what John Harrell did with basketball. You able to go on yep. and find all those things, and with football, Indiana Matt's got John Harrell beaten. Yeah, the, the Indiana Matt is as class act as you can
0: get in high school wrestling in, in any state. So um, a little more about our show. The way it's going to break down is We've come up with an idea here that we're going to break this show up into pieces, and this segment right here we're calling the weigh-ins. It's a start, and we're going to follow the whole wrestling theme. We go to the first period, and um, we're going to talk about rankings, look across the different things that's happening in the state, overview of some schedules for all the local area teams, and that's um, Adams Central, South Adams, uh, Belmont, probably Jay County, Bluffton, Norwell. I mean, we're going to talk about all the schools. Um, Then we're going to go into our second period, and we're going to have our special guest tonight. Our special guest, we're joined here by Jesse Gaskell, the coach of South Adams Starfires. Thanks for coming in, Jesse.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: And then we go into the third period. We're going to talk about big duels around the state, and uh, we're going to have a segment called On This Date. And then uh, the last section, we're going to be um, overtime. We're going to talk about the broadcast specials WZB is having on uh, for the week. And um, jump back up to the top, we have a trivia question. And this is going to be interactive uh, radio here, Dane. and kind of new for the studio, for the studio. but uh, we're going to have a trivia question. And people can call into the studio and uh, give their answer for the trivia question. At the end of the show, we're going to award a prize. Uh,
1: and who's, we have somebody that's going to give us a prize to hand out. We do. I believe that uh, Shane Cobble has come up with some sort of prize, but we're still... Uh, it's either going to be a free round of golf or a, or a meal here at, at the Double Eagle. So what uh, we're looking at here is where we would break up. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, we're getting, getting—we're. this is our first show, we're getting our feet off the ground, and uh, you know, we will work on that, and one thing we need to do is, uh, Steve Rouse running a board for us back to the studio, as he always does, we need to give him the answer to the trivia question. Oh, that's We true. forgot to do that. We probably I mean, what good a trivia question if we don't give the answer to somebody when they call in, but uh, we will touch on that. So, um, what I can do is, uh, when we go to this first commercial break, um, I'll have uh, Steve run our, our first set of ads, and... Um, We'll, I'll text him the answer to our trivia question, and then when we come back for that first section for the first period, we will actually give out that trivia question and uh, have people call in and get a chance to um, see if they have the right answer for it. Yeah. I know the answer already. But <laughs> yes, you um, do. that's me and the answer. so answer. Um, as we get down to uh, other first things you want to talk about, um, we don't want to talk about uh, comments on what happened for the Belmont-Columbia City match last week. Um, we were both there. We broadcast that on the air, and that was a match that – uh, Belmont started out in a place that was a little bit weaker for him, and then come storm back at the end and uh, Give us your input on what you think for that match happened last week.
1: Well, I think it was a really big effort by by two of Belmonts seniors and their and their leaders really in Caden Freet and Kyle Lawson, who both came up with pins. Uh, Kyle obviously had a lot of emotion after his match, maybe a little bit too much emotion for for some of his coaches, but uh, I know he 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 was fired up, and I think Kyle was so fired up that he almost forgot to heed his coach's warnings and cutting his opponent loose who were looking, his coaches were looking for a tech, but he ended up getting the fall in the, in the third period. And, and, and Kyle's a great kid. I've had him in class for four years uh, and really does a nice job. And just a, a kid that you can't not like. Um, and, and he did what he, what he needed to do, but also some really great performances from, from that great sophomore class. Uh, not just the Ike Rubles and the Dobie Litchfields, but the other kids in that class. Um, uh, Dalton Robinson wrestled a great match, even though he lost and not getting pinned. Uh, Calvin Farote won a really close match uh, at 132, beating Jarrett Forrester, who had pinned uh, us in that opening duel twice, I think, in, in freshman and sophomore year. And then Garrett Manley coming out and just dominating a match that he only needed to lose by decision. He comes out and he builds an eight or nine point lead and, and wins the duel.
0: You know, it was one of those things that uh, AJ and I, as we were broadcasting, said, you know, Belmont's going to find an edge. They're going to take off, but are they going to start soon enough? And uh, they did. They come back and win the big match. Uh, Columbia City always has a good team coming in. Last year, it was a slam-bang match. Come down, it was a two-point match, a great match. And that match went so fast, it was, uh, of the 14 matches, there was 12 pins, side back and forth, a
1: major decision and and a split and a straight decision, Mm -hmm. I think, is what it was. Yeah, and at 36-29, you know, Belmont wins by seven points, but they lose double overtime in the very first bout Isaac Freak gets pinned after getting the opening takedown. Yep. And then they lose uh, after getting a five-point lead at 182 with Carter Seifring. So, you know, <clears throat> uh, of the four or five close matches, Belmont lost four of them and still won by seven. So
0: yeah, You have to win those coin toss matches uh, if you're going to be in the match. And uh, they found a way to come back and win. And uh, hopefully that's, that's kind of a shaky start to their season, but uh, they get stronger as the season goes on. And, uh, and uh, we'll look at all the teams in the area and talk about some of those strengths uh, later on. But uh, with that... That brings us to our first break in our. Sh- in we'll our take our trivia question first. Oh, I, I do have. I've sent the answer back to the studio, so we now have the correct answer. And uh,
1: WZBD, I'm trying to pull the number up here, but uh, you go okay. ahead. I'll go ahead and read the trivia question. So we're going to look, take a look back at 50 years ago and 40 years ago tonight. And uh, December 3rd, 1969, marked the first match for a new head coach of the Belmont High School wrestling program after Gary Geisler's uh, reign ended. What was the name of that first year head coach? Belmont, December 3rd, 1969.
0: And if you ever answer that question, call in the studio. And it's 260-589-9300. And with that, we send back to the studio Steve Rouse running aboard for us for a round of commercials. We'll be back with more wrestling
3: talk right after this. Independently owned and operated, Haggard, Sefton, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years whether it's at need, a pre-arrangement, or a monument sale. Our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one.
4: Looking for a trusted name in home or farm insulation? Ted Sprunger Insulation has been taking care of families in our area since 1978. When it comes to spraying foam and cellulose insulation, Ted Sprunger Insulation can't be beat for service or price. Give them a call today at 273-5068 or at 824-3021. That's 273-5068 or 824-3021. Ted Sprunger Insulation. At Complete Printing Service, you can count on Charlie Bruin and the crew to take care of all your print needs. Everything from color copies, custom-made banners and signs, wedding invitations, business cards, magnetic and yard signs, and so much more. Complete Printing is located on South 2nd Street in Decatur. Our name says it all. Complete Printing Service. Call today at 724-3722. Complete printing is also a Decatur Sculpture Tour sponsor. Make Heller Nursery on 400 West your one-stop holiday shop for all the gardeners in your life. Heller Nursery has a great selection of Fraser Fir and Scotch and White Pine Christmas trees starting at $25. Choose from literally thousands of poinsettias from $6.50 and up. Mason jar, flower pots, and planters make a terrific gift starting at just $5.99. Heller Nursery, since 1946, across from Peterson Grain. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week.
0: Welcome back to the Seft and Hershey, Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. And I'm going to get that down to the point where I won't have to read it off the paper. But uh, Rex Brewer, along with uh, Dane Filling, uh, joined by our special guest tonight, uh, Jesse Gaskell, the coach of the South Adams Starfires. And now we are into the first period. We went through weigh-ins. Weigh-ins are over. That was my best part. Uh, I enjoyed when weigh-ins was over because I was slamming it down because I was fighting the scale so hard it, it never mattered. So now it's time for first period. And uh, things that we want to do look at is uh, rankings. Take a first look at rankings, Dane, and uh, take over from there.
1: Yeah, we're going to take a look at uh, who Indiana Matt has listed as the number one across the state in uh, each weight class. And uh, they've done a great job. Mike Reiser is uh, one of the best. And he uh, updated his rankings on uh, Sunday. And part of the problem with doing preseason rankings is you don't really know who's going to go at what weight. But after everybody's got a match or two in, then you kind of have an idea. And Mike does a great job with uh, staying in contact with coaches and really wants to get it right. And I think people appreciate that and are willing to give him information that maybe 10, 15 years ago people weren't willing to give. You know, people were, were trying to keep things close to them and, and now they've gone. So, well, with the world of social media, things have
0: gotten out and they spread and it's like wildfire. I mean, I, I actually talked to somebody today that heard about our show and I thought you and I were the only ones who knew what was going on. I did know that I'd uh, like to thank Tony Geltner for putting a plug on it. Tony G had a plug on it for ACN and during AS, ASCN this morning. So.
1: Mm-hmm. so, let's take a look at uh, Indiana Mats number one ranked wrestlers across the state at 106. Uh, we have a freshman ranked number one, Sam Goen from Crown Point. Crown Point's kind of collected an all-star uh, cast of of wrestlers. They, um, there you go. And we already have a winner for our uh, trivia question. We'll Mr. Hold Lid? off, we'll hold off on that. Don't, okay, don't, don't spoil this. Okay, surprise. I won't spoil. it. Um, Sam Goen is the uh, number one rankler, ranked wrestler at 106. He, um, uh, you know, as a freshman, you don't have a whole lot of results to go off of, but. Um, he wrestled at the Indiana Matt uh, Hoosier preseason open, beat uh, Alex Ocampo, who's familiar to some of us here in Adams County. Um, he was in the semifinals at semi-state last year, 106, in a state qualifier, got beat by Ike Rubel. He's uh, not going to be wrestling this year from what I understand from a cu- for a couple of different reasons. and moved schools and that kind of thing. But um, he'll probably be, probably be back next year. But uh, going, uh, r- wrestled at that Indiana Matt, Hoosier preseason open at Carroll in October and lost to uh, Spencer Moore, who's ranked twelfth in the nation. He <laughs> yeah. lost. He lost three to one. Rex. So Crown Point's got a couple of really good
0: freshmen that are going to make. Yeah, it. they've loaded up the last couple of years at that. Uh, they got a kid named Jesse Mendez. I think that's not bad. His name's going to be on there later <laughs> on the list. And I, I guess insight because uh, Riley Bedich, who was a state champion in Ohio mm-hmm. and Michigan, and then he was a he was runner up in Michigan, state champion Ohio. He and I, he and his father and I, were wrestled together in college. And I talked to his father last year, and he just happened to wrestle club with uh, with uh, Jesse Mendez as it's ever since they were like in fourth grade or something. So guess what? He his dad took a new job in uh, Crown Point and set an apartment up in Crown Point and uh, moved across the border. His mom and his his mom and his brother still live in in Michigan, over in uh, mm-hmm. um, Waterfront, right over there by I forget what that area is, but there.
1: Good. At 113, uh, Alex Cotty is ranked number one. He's a junior from Perry Meridian. He's finished runner-up at uh, Banker's Life the last two years at 106, and uh, I think this is probably definitely his year where he's going he's gonna to end up probably a two-time state champ, really solid wrestler. Uh, another nationally ranked wrestler is ranked number one at 120. That's Zeke Seltzer. His dad, Brian, was the head coach at Elkhart Memorial for years and years and then <coughs> moved to Indianapolis and was at Lawrence North, and now he's helping out at... Uh, Coach McGinley's uh, team at, at Cathedral. And, and I, saw,
0: I saw his name pop up, like, a, a lot this summer, wrestling in the summer of Russell Fargo. and Yeah, he things. was
1: he was runner-up last year, and in, uh, Intermat has him ranked 15th in the nation, and he was the champ there at the IHBO in uh, in October. At 126, we have a surprise name at number one uh, statewide because Braden Littell, who was last year's state champ, is, uh, and also the IHBO champ, is out for the year with a knee injury. And his, career, his high school career is over, so that's unfortunate for wrestling fans across the state. But Ray Rio is uh, ranked number one by Indiana Matt. He's a senior from Avon. He's got three state medals already. He was runner-up last year to Jesse Mendez at 126. Um, he has a really interesting match this weekend at a, a, a tournament that Belmont has since backed out of. Um, but at Cathedral this weekend, we have Avon, Cathedral, Warren Central, and Cincinnati LaSalle, uh Catholic school. They're ranked uh, 11th in the country by Intermat. They have 12 returning state qualifiers in Ohio. Um, and he will be wrestling uh, Dustin Norris, who's ranked 16th in the nation um, on Saturday. Ryu will. So that will be a good test for him to figure out just exactly how, how good he is. He's also a commit to uh, U of I in, uh, on the south side of, of Indy. At 132, then, is, is Mendez, as you said. He's ranked number sixth in the nation. And uh, he's the only sophomore on that, that list at 132. He was also the IHBO champ in last year's. Wrestled a lot freestyle this
0: summer and tried to make the world team and was really close. And uh, I mean, if you follow Matt.com, they put out a lot of uh, flow wrestling updates and things like that, and there's so much wrestling going on in the summer. It's really interesting keeping up in the offseason. I know Jesse, you as a coach, you probably follow a lot, quite a bit as well.
5: Yeah, yeah, no. Jesse Mendez has been active all summer, um, and even just taking it, taking it two of those freestyle guys, and obviously he's had a lot of success here at the high school level. But he's got goals and dreams for bigger things. Yeah,
0: high school is just a small step in his
1: career. Exactly. Yeah, and we, and we get the joy of of watching Enjoying him along it. the <laughs> way for sure. So at one thirty eight, then Blake Borman from Evansville Modern Day is uh, ranked number one. He's a junior. He was uh, third two years ago and second last year at at one twenty. We've got a returning state champ at number one at 145. That's Alec Viduya. He was a state champ as a freshman um, and hasn't won since. He was fourth sophomore year, and then last year he was runner-up. Um, I'm trying to think if that was to Asa Garcia.
5: Tough, tough pin to Asa Garcia.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's committed to the Air Force Academy. He's a, he's a top-notch national <laughs> recruit for sure. Indiana's had a really good run of kids who have committed to those military academies, from Kale McCormick. To uh, the Harvey kid from Cathedral, and and, yeah. and it's neat to see those kids wrestle there. And and if you follow
0: uh, Big Ten wrestling, tune in. There's Indiana kids just starting to really, really load things up. I mean, uh, Stefan Misic, who mm-hmm. uh, he's the real deal and wrestled in a world level, and and um, he's an Indiana kid. And, and it's really good to see those kids. You know, Mason Paris last year did really well at Michigan, coming as a freshman. There's a lot of Michigan kids, a lot of Indiana kids, really filling up the. Uh, yeah, Big Ten Network
1: there. Yeah, and I can sit and watch a whole... I mean, who doesn't want to watch Penn State wrestle, but just to watch Nick Lee, I I, <laughs> I love it. So. Yeah, he's not bad. <laughs> no, right, right. So at 152, Indiana Matt has Bryce Coleman. He's a senior. I've seen him uh, lots of times at the Cathedral Tournament the last couple of years. Uh, really solid wrestler. Just kind of a bad luck draw last year. He ended up a ticket rounder. He was the yeah. IHBO <clears throat> champ in October. Really, really solid kid. Ripped beyond belief. Has a new coach. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Jim Tante has left Warren Central and is now at Franklin Community. Um, but we'll talk about that a little is bit later. Does Tante just spin the dial and wherever the dial lands, he goes? He's a sought after man. <laughs> Let's just say that. He's like an NFL coach. I mean, his salary is probably right up there. So We got another uh, senior at 160, Elliot Rogers, who's well known to Belmont fans from that Cathedral invite and then at, at, at Mishawaka. He had... I bet you 13 or 14 losses this freshman year and still finished fourth to show you (laughs) what kind of schedule Cathedral wrestles. Then he was runner-up as a sophomore, and then last year he was a champ at 152. He beat uh, Cooper uh, Noray from Greenfield Central in the finals, and Noray's already a, a commit to Wisconsin, I think. Yeah and he 's ranked number two, so rogers uh, hasn 't committed anywhere yet, but I would assume at some point this season we 're going to find out which big ten school he 's going he's to end up with
0: another local boy at
1: one hundred and seventy yeah, Clayton Fielden um, is uh, the returning runner up uh, at one hundred and seventy from last year. his dad is the, is the head coach at garrett belmont 's going to see Garrett at um, Team state this year, and I think Garrett is on your schedule later. Yeah, we go to, a,
5: yeah, we go to a Garrett invite um, where we'll see Clayton. Even even last year, it kind of matched up with um, you know those are those are good matches between him and he's just a dominant wrestler for for the Garrett program. You
0: know, he's nationally ranked in the, in the Greco wrestler, isn't he? He is. Yeah, yeah, a
5: lot upper body. Yeah.
1: Lot of... You don't want to throw with Clayton.
0: Yeah, exactly. yeah. no ties. And that's you can a, if you want to get
1: tossed. <laughs> that's an interesting weight class too because Graham Calhoun. Um, is ranked 16th in the nation by Intermat, and he's ranked 2nd in the state <laughs> in Indiana. And he's a Wisconsin commit, Rex. I mean, yeah. does, you don't, they don't hand out Big Ten wrestling scholarships to anybody. Hmm. So at 182, Joe Walker, who's a senior at Mishawaka, um, is ranked number 1. He placed 6th last year at state. He got beat by Graham Calhoun for 5th and 6th. He's ranked 11th in the nation <laughs> now, and he has a sister – who wrestles for Mishawaka, who you would not want to step out on the mat with either. <laughs> I don't remember if she won state last year in the girls' state, um, but uh, she's also pretty good for, for Mishawaka. And then one of the more impressive stories, I think, in the state is the fact that Shannon Doa has a kid who's committed to a Big Ten school, and Silas Allred is just... He's the real deal. He's yeah. a man. He, he really is. I have here on our notes, Rex, that his career record is 105-2. and two. <laughs> Uh, he was a semi-state loser, if I remember his freshman year. I don't remember exactly what happened there, but uh, he won Flow Nationals this summer. Uh, he's ranked fifth in the nation, uh, and you'll see him in Nebraska's lineup, I assume. And yeah, another, He's just unreal.
5: Another Big Ten kid we get to watch.
1: Yeah, uh, very, very cool. Um, and then at the upper two weights, we've got Drew Webster from North Montgomery, who's a senior. He placed fifth. At 220, and, you know, Rex, over the years, when you watch 220 and 285, that's a senior-dominated class. Yeah. And so when you, you go to the preseason rankings the next year, there's not a whole lot of guys who had a whole lot of success against those seniors. One of the guys who did have success last year is a guy who was really, for the first time, a full first-year varsity wrestler, or wrestler at all, really, And Dorian Keys from Brownsburg, wins a state title for yeah. Derek Snyder. Yeah, he was very impressive. It was It was very, very cool to see... Uh, the way the way he wrestled. So, um, uh, we got a quick rundown here of, of who Indiana Matt has ranked in, uh, of, of local wrestlers. We'll 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 hit Adams and Wells County here real quick. Ike Rubles, the highest ranked wrestler in 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 our By County area, um, at number four at 106. Uh, we also have uh, at 120 Landon Birch from Bluffton, who's ranked tenth. Um, as we uh, roll through, there's some other local wrestlers, but we're going to skip through those. At 138, we got Kyle Lawson, who's ranked 10th overall. He, uh, he's going to see Elijah Chacon next week on our broadcast on the 10th, uh, who is ranked 16th. Lawson and Chacon split matches last year, yep. one and one, um, and there's definitely a rivalry between those.
0: And they split for the year before, I think, too. They wrestled.
1: Uh, Southern Wells has William Fechter, who's ranked 8th uh, overall in the state at 145. And at uh, 160, Jed Perry, his teammate, is ranked 10th, and those two are going to have great seasons. I I can't imagine those two not making it to the state finals at at Banker's Life. And another Wells County uh, product, Cody McCune, who's since transferred to Huntington North, is ranked in the state at at, uh, 15th at 160. So, Dan, that looks at some
0: individuals. What do you see in the top teams in the state ranked in 1A and 2A?
1: Well, I'm lucky enough to be responsible for Indiana Matt's <laughs> team rankings, so if you've got a problem with the team rankings, you've got to take it up with me. What do you uh, know? There are four great dual teams, I think, in the state this year, and that's Brownsburg, Cathedral, Mater Dei, and Crown Point. Brownsburg has been invited to Team State four times. They've won all four Team State titles, and they're 16-0 in those Team State duels. <laughs> uh, so I don't see any reason why, with the team that they have back, that they shouldn't be ranked number one. Cathedral has their studs. They've got a a few more weak spots than maybe Brownsburg does, but they have enough studs where they could easily pull off that victory. Modern Day, as always, um, they reload. And we talk about, you know, these are the overall rankings. Modern Day and Cathedral, it's worth saying, they choose to wrestle 3A at Team State. They are not 3A teams. They should be in 2A. Yeah. Um, But they choose to wrestle it at, at 3A. And Crown Point has has brought in some major talent of kids from around that area who decide to go there as freshmen, um, and they're going to be excited to watch. Now, Crown Point is not at Team State this year, so we've got sort of an interesting dynamic there where what happens if Crown Point does beat one of these teams but doesn't participate at Team State? Are they going to How far are they going to move up? Well, as,
0: as we know, Team State is an invitational tournament and you do not have to attend. It's up to you to attend whether you want to or not. Some teams decide not to attend because they wrestle so many of those teams in their area, and they don't want to wrestle them three times in the season or four times in a season. So they have the option to not elect to come. And there are several schools
1: who just say, we don't wrestle over Christmas break. Yeah. And, and, and Maryville has done that every year, all eight years that they've ever been invited. I believe Merrillville's been One of the teams who's qualified, but they've chosen not to. And what's the date of team state this year? That's January 4th at the Coliseum. Uh, It is... uh, Our area is the epicenter (laughs) of, of, of team wrestling right now. We have all three Adams County schools participating. We have Norwell participating. Bluffed and missed out by a vote. Jay County is in. We've got Oak Hill, Western, Carroll, Leo, Columbia City... All of them participating at Team State. That's really cool. I
0: must tell you, if, you, if you're if you a wrestling fan and you haven't went, you need to go. If you're not a wrestling fan, go and watch it. It is probably one of the best-run tournaments outside the state finals that you ever want to go to. There's how many mats on the floor? 18?
1: Yes. No, uh, I, I was
5: going to say even almost even 20. I'm not sure. Well, it's I'd f-
1: have to think. There's 12 teams in each, and four teams are off. So there's there's four. There's 12. There's 12 kay. mats, yeah. 12 and,
5: mats. And there, so
0: there's the top 36 teams in the state. There's three There's three levels of class, a, 1A, 2A, and 3A, and the top 12 schools in there, and they wrestle uh, rounds, and they advance up. UBA. But it is as well run, and it's as good a seat as you're going to get because the way they put it in the Expo Center now, you can spread out. Each year, they've added more and more seating into it. It's become uh, more and more attended, and uh, it's really turned into something great. And with that, I think we've uh, extended past the first period, and we're getting right ahead into the second period. And with that, I'm going to send it back to Steve Rouse running the board for a round of commercials. We'll be back with more wrestling talk right after this.
6: Hey, Indiana High School wrestling fans. This is Jason Cree, and I'm excited to announce that the Double Eagle will be hosting this year's High School Wrestling Coaches Show live at 6.05 every Tuesday night throughout the season. The Double Eagle is proud to sponsor local sports, and we invite you to come up and experience a live radio remote. As always, we are open seven days a week to bring you great food, cold drinks, and exciting sports action. Follow us on Facebook for all of the updates, and come visit us at the Double Eagle, 1730 Nutman Avenue, Indicator.
2: When you're doing new construction remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. You don't always need an attorney, but when you do, the man to call is Brad Weber. Brad has extensive experience in most legal matters and will help you make your problems disappear. Keep this number handy, 452-7045. That's 452-7045. You just never know when you'll need the services of an experienced litigator like Brad
7: Weber. will find a full range of orthopedic care close to home at Adams Memorial Hospital with Dr. David Coates and PA Aaron Whitman demonstrating superior results relative to patient safety and experience. Dr. Coates and his team offer a full range of orthopedic procedures and treatment options for adults and pediatric patients with outstanding outcomes and low complication and infection rates. An individualized patient-centered care results in high patient satisfaction. Call 728-3900 to schedule Adams Memorial Experience Ortho Excellence.
0: Welcome back to the Haggard-Sefton-Hershey-Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. It's getting smoother every time, Dan. It is. And, <laughs> it is. And, and, and we have a trivia winner. And, and I asked Dan "Ridley, what are we going to call this thing? So when we, when we found our, our lead sponsor, Haggard-Sefton-Hershey-Zelt, who jumped right in and uh, Disney didn't even hesitate, and then the... The Cross Creek and, and uh, Double Eagle here are also very supportive of it. And I said, what are we going to call it? And Dane popped that out. It's was like, well, it's kind of a mouthful. But it's, it's getting easier as we go. And go ahead, Dane. We have a winner to your trivia question. Go ahead and repeat your question, and we'll
1: see how it goes. Yes, our question was, uh, on December third, nineteen 1969, Belmont wrestled its first match of the season under a new head coach, the second overall head coach in the program, after Gary Geisler. And what was the name of that first-year head coach? And our winner tonight is Spencer Litchfield. Who correctly told us that Ken Webb was the head coach that day, and uh, we'll talk a little bit later about how uh, Belmont wrestled in that match. In, and in I'll give you a little 69.
0: snippet of Ken Webb for those youngsters out there who don't know Ken Webb. He was a big bear of a man, soft-spoken, quiet, but in wrestling he was very stern. And and AJ learned a lot from him, and AJ kind of knew him because he was down around the Bloomington area, came up here from Bloomington North, I believe, and came in, and brought some kind of Bloomington wrestling. This way, and people don 't know, but Bloomington was the powerhouse. Bloomington yes, won like twenty five or thirty state championships in a row. They were the mecca of wrestling you know in the eighties it went to Delta and then it kind of moved around to place like that. but um, at the time bloomington was was the real deal, and Kenny Webb brought that Bloomington nostalgia to Decatur and kind of built that uh, Decatur Wrestling that turned Belmont into the powerhouse that it's been over the years.
1: Yeah, and I think he was only the head coach for three or four years, yeah. but uh, had, a, had a big impact for sure. So we'll take and then a look some, at other guy t- t-
0: some other guy took over and yeah. made, made my life hell for four <laughs> years. So.
1: <laughs> okay, so Rex, we real, real quickly want to look at uh, Adam Central's uh, schedule. They got a late start because of uh, football, and they've got a roster of 26 or 27 guys. Uh, coach Curry is uh, still trying to sort everybody out, as is usually the case at this time of the year. i got a room full of guys I don't know what weight they're wrestling. He's searching for a, a 285 at this point, but uh, he's got... Uh, is he advertising on our show looking it, for a may, 285 maybe on Maybe he is. I don't know about the son of the bill. But uh, he's got four studs, in my opinion, coming back. And, and one of them is Alex Curry, his son. Uh, Caden Schaefer, who's just as good at, in those lower weights. And then he's got two strong football players who are who are back, and that's Paul Feroet and Blake Hirely. And um, uh, while a lot of people would look at that and say, well, they only got four guys back. No, Coach Curry will have a full lineup when it comes ACAC sectional time. And, you know, just like last year, Belmont beats them in the duel. But you get to sectional and – Belmont was beat really before they walked in the door you know, because he, Coach he had, Curry had his team.
0: He had one of those guys that kind of come out, and uh, Monty Hill, who come out and won some huge matches for him. And at the beginning of the season, who's looking Monty Hill? Who's Monty Hill? And yes. I'll tell you what, he wins huge matches for him down the way, and uh, he, he was like one of the studs in their team.
1: And, and Berlanga too, had a yeah. great, great season last year. So Adam Central, is uh, they've delayed their first two opening duels. They were going to wrestle Garrett tonight. That uh, has been pushed back to next week, and then the the big matchup with Belmont has been pushed back all the way to uh, January. So we'll have that on WZBD for you. But they have uh, added 15th. Yeah, they've added a new tournament. They've dropped out of the Decatur Central tournament, and they're going to be wrestling um, at Milan on Saturday. I'm going to make my first trip to uh, Milan for wrestling, not for basketball. They're going to wrestle <laughs> Batesville at 9 a.m. And then Lawrence Berg, who we know from Mason Paris, yep. two a Team State participant a couple years ago. He's not bad. They'll wrestle Rushville then in round three, <clears throat> and then the host, Milan, who really I think is the best team in that tournament, and then they'll finish up with Union County. I know that Milan was 25-4 and four last year or something, so that'll be a good duel with them.
0: What's your next segment here as we're looking at uh, is This when we start talking
5: to the guy that we're drove gonna, up here from Burn? We are.
1: We are. We're going to talk to Jesse Gaskell, who's the head coach at South Adams and has been the head coach for how many years now?
5: Going into my fourth year. And year number
1: four. So this yeah. year seniors have only had him, and they're, they're they're all his, and he's responsible for all of them. And uh, he's got a roster of 24 or 25 young men and and uh, really exciting year. I have them ranked 10th in 1A. And uh, they're invited to Team State this year and are going to be very competitive in next year's AC-AC duels. So,
0: Jesse, tell us a little bit about... I'm going to start the first question here okay. because doing the doing the football games all season long, um, I, I became really good friends with Grant Mosier, and i tell you what, he had some talent on that football team that if you could take one or two little pieces off that talented football team and put it in your wrestling room, you can make a pretty good team out of it.
5: Yeah, for sure. And that's, you know, even just thinking... Uh obviously some of those same guys come off of that football season and nothing like taking how that season ended throwing it in a room <laughs> just They let, were not happy letting you get some of that out exactly so yeah. it was uh it was a good transition it was obviously taking some time to to process the season but then also just jumping right into the next thing
0: Now here I'm going to put my South Adams fan hat on because I watched Lafayette Central Catholic play mm-hmm. Adams Central and they just outpowered Adams Central and I know, deep in my heart, if South Adams would have played Lafayette Central Catholic, they would have beat Lafayette Central Catholic. And Lafayette Central Catholic goes on and beats Indianapolis Lutheran like 29-27. I think South Adams, if they play a better game against Adams Central they win a state championship. That's just my two cents worth, whatever it's worth.
1: It was a super competitive year in in 1A and and a lot of fun to watch.
5: It was, yeah. Definitely Friday night's full of a lot of excitement.
0: So, I mean, like you say, if you take the anger and the energy that those guys brought into your room, I actually saw a name on the wrestling roster that I
5: had not seen on a wrestling roster before, if you want to surprise (laughs) that one out to
1: us. (laughs) I was super excited to see it.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So this is a guy that... uh, we were excited to get in just the just to be a part of the program. You take his excitement, you take his energy, uh, and again, you put him in a room full of guys that uh, yeah, it's it's been a learning curve for him. But we've got Nick Stuber out this year uh, wrestling; he's given it a shot. Um, but we've we've kind of fallen into this uh, taking guys who just want to try it. I don't know if you guys remember Spencer Clark last year yes. just flipping the script, uh, quitting basketball. So we scored one from that and. Uh, and then just turn it into a wrestler as a semi-state qualifier. And so um, Nick has always thrown around the idea, and then now we get to see him hopefully throw around some people. Well, so. Probably
0: one of the biggest studs in our football team that was a really good wrestler last year is uh, Somerset, Kristen mm-hmm. Somerset, who I, I had not seen wrestle much, but when I saw him wrestle last year, and I thought, this kid is very talented on a wrestling mat. And then I watch him in a football field, and I, say, I understand he's just a really good athlete.
5: Yeah, for sure. And he's and he's just he's thick. So when he runs and on the football field, there's just a lot of power generated behind that. You put that around on a double leg and it's taking guys down pretty quick. So So what weight
1: do you see Somerset at to start the year?
5: Uh, as I said, Somerset's uh he's kinda bulked up this year for football and then just kinda felt real comfortable around that weight. So he's gonna be sitting around one ninety five for us this year. That's a jump up from one seventy last year. Um but so. he's he's very powerful and he's he's shorter. I mean he's gonna
0: have he's gonna have some power. He's gonna wrestle kids that are a lot taller than he is probably, and it's gonna be the, some of the offset. But I think it's gonna be uh, different styles and techniques against little shorter guys versus taller, lankier guys. And I think he's gonna have some advantage there.
5: Yeah, for sure. He like I said, he's gonna generate that power and be able to stay low on his shots and 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 move guys where he wants to move them, which is sweet.
1: And one of the things that I noticed about your roster and it's it, it kind of mimics unfortunately, Belmont's roster also is I only see three freshmen on the roster. That's the exact same number that Belmont has this year. Tell us a little bit about your three freshmen.
5: Yeah, def- I mean, these guys are, um, when you use the word reload, you know, I'm not going to at all compare ourselves to to modern day, but you do like, with a program that's run that well, you do like to be able to look at how are we reloading. And um, these are guys who will jump right into a varsity spot. Um, and, and so you look at Silas Loshi. Coming in as in a freshman, Maverick Somerset, uh, as well as a freshman, and then um, Jordan Hate, uh, guys who've been around the program wrestling for a long time, um, and so it'll like it, it'll it'll be that natural freshman learning curve. But I think they're coming in at weight classes that will be adjustable for a freshman. A lot of uh, that's a good term, adjustable. Adjustable, yeah. <laughs> unless you're a Wyatt Miller that's still wrestling it. 106 as a senior, then... I can
1: guarantee you that Mr. Miller will listen to this program. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So
5: so here's here's my take. Here's
0: the definition of adjustable. You're going to get your butt whipped quite a few times, and you're going to learn, and you're going to get better. And by the time the season rolls around, you may look like you have a 500 record, but your schedule, your strength of schedule is going to turn you into a wrestler that's going to do well at the final tournament series because you've taken your lumps early in the season. You've learned a lot by wrestling tougher kids. Yeah. Mm
5: I, and, and even just talking about some of these guys like Silas and Maverick, like Maverick's kind of one—he's grown up with a bigger brother, and so he's taking his lumps as a bigger brother. And then Silas just naturally has that. Um, everybody's probably looked at him too small, um, you know, too weak, and, and so he's kind of found his niche at where he can just be exactly what he wants to be. So
1: I bet Dad's chomping at the bit though for him to get into that varsity. Yeah, action.
5: he's pretty excited.
1: So tell us a little bit about your schedule this year. I know you've got a tournament on uh, Saturday, but you wrestle um, Thursday night at Heritage. Heritage is not uh, one of the better teams in the ACAC, but you'll get your feet wet before you have to wrestle on, on Saturday. Tell us who's at that tournament.
5: Yeah, for sure. So uh, beginning of the season, it's kind of that cobwebs, uh, getting the cobwebs off. Uh, we'll have Union uh, City, Her- uh, Fort Wayne, Her- or, I'm sorry, Lafayette Harrison, uh, Fort Wayne Snyder, Madison Grant, and Eastbrook. Uh, which actually, Eastbrook's been trained to. Jay County's uh, B team will be coming, which will be uh, competitive as well as Jay County's got a tough team. But Fort Wayne Snyder's loaded; uh, um, they're a tough team. They've got Esther, they've got Humphrey. Uh, that'll be tough matches. Union City's always got um, spots throughout their way, throughout their lineup where they've just got weights that are tough to deal with. Uh, and so it'll be it'll be a a tournament that'll get those cobwebs off. It'll allow us to get some of these freshman guys matches that. Um, their experience experience a first high school match. A freshman might be do you know, be going against a senior, uh, and that's just part of it. Welcome to high school, and so, um, not not as the most competitive part of our season, but definitely something like you said to get our feet wet.
1: And then I saw that uh, they just released the uh, schedule for next weekend's tournament, which is the big one for you guys, and that's the ACAC Duels. Rex, a couple of years ago, the ACAC decided that they were going to stop wrestling on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday nights with the with the Conference teams, and they were going to put all their conference duels, so everybody had the same lineup on two nights. NE8 tried, well, Tim Myers tried to get this done at the NE8, but couldn't get it done. (coughs) So everybody wrestles the exact same team, basically, on a Friday night and Saturday, and they crown a duels champion, and that opens up the rest of the schedule for those ACAC teams to to wrestle somebody else rather than in conference. And you guys have done that. You've added uh, Parkway, Muncie Central, um, and you still got a spot open, I we, believe, in your... We in do. Your... We actually
5: just picked up uh, uh, Fort Wayne Lafayette. Oh, I'm sorry, Fort Wayne uh, Catholic Central. Um, I'm sorry, Concordia, my bad. Uh, we picked up them just this past week. Um, and so, yeah, just looking for dual matches that we can load up the beginning half and then not mm-hmm. have to. We dropped a, a, new, a Newcastle tournament. Okay. Uh, we saw Centerville. We'll see them um, at... Uh, Team state later on this year. So, so AC
0: AC duels are on December 13th and December 14th. If you want to mark that on your calendar,
1: yep. And I've got the schedule for that. South Adams will wrestle Woodland and <coughs> Jay County on Friday night. Um, and coach, where is that tournament?
5: Uh, I believe that one is going to be. I think it's at Woodland this year. Is that right?
1: Um, no, AC AC duels actually. It says here is at AC. Adams Central. Okay. At Adam Central, yeah. So then on Saturday and then the first round, you guys wrestle Southern Wells. And then the big round, and I think, Rex, you guys are going to be on the air potentially for that as you guys are trying to, to jockey between Belmont hosting Norwell, East Noble, and DeKalb yep. at Belmont. We, us- we usually do two matches there. And Adam Central is hosting the ACAC duel. So South Adams and Adam Central will wrestle in the second round on um, on Saturday the 14th. And then you'll have Heritage and, then, and a, a very good Bluffton team, like I said, who was a vote or two away from making Team State this year. I, I had one of the votes, Rex, and I voted for Bluffton to be the last team in. I really think they're going to be one of the top ten teams in, in 1A once it's all said and done. They have everybody back practically from last year and just a very good team overall. So
0: uh, this section here, or the second period, is coming close to an end. The, the, I'm watching the clock count down and the buzzes is ready to go off, but I want to digress a little bit. Um, we, since it's our first week, we're trying to get things straightened out. Our weigh-ins are technically sponsored by Ted Sprunger Insulation. First period is sponsored by Paul Baker Drywall. Second period is sponsored by Heller Nursery. Third period presented by Complete Printing Service. Overtime presented by Cross Creek. And I want, we want to make sure that those sponsors are uh, are well advertised, and we really appreciate them coming on here late as uh dane kind of pulled this together at the last minute we got station approval and we jumped on the air so it's uh ted springer installation first period or weigh-ins then presented by adult paul baker drywall for first period second period heller nursery also a little wrestling ties there as uh, john coach for years and uh jesse is married to uh, jay county's head coach uh, eric myers and then third period by complete printing and overtime sponsored by cross creek and with that it's time to send it back to Studio Steve Rouse running aboard board for us for another round of advertisements for these fine sponsors, and we'll be back with more wrestling talk right after this.
3: Independently owned and operated, Haggard, Sefton, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one.
4: Looking for a trusted name in home or farm insulation? Ted Sprunger Insulation has been taking care of families in our area since 1978. When it comes to spraying foam and cellulose insulation, Ted Sprunger Insulation can't be beat for service or price. Give them a call today at 273-5068 or at 824-3021. That's 273-5068 or 824-3021. Ted Sprunger Insulation. At complete printing service, you can count on Charlie Brune, and the crew to take care of all your print needs. Everything from color copies, custom-made banners and signs, wedding invitations, business cards, magnetic and yard signs, and so much more. Complete Printing is located on South 2nd Street in Decatur. Our name says it all. Complete Printing Service. Call today at 724-3722. Complete Printing is also a Decatur Sculpture Tour sponsor. Make Heller Nursery on 400 West your one-stop holiday shop for all the gardeners in your life. Heller Nursery has a great selection of Fraser Fir and Scotch and White Pine Christmas trees starting at $25. Choose from literally thousands of poinsettias from $6.50 and up. Mason jar, flower pots, and planters make a terrific gift starting at just $5.99. Heller Nursery, since 1946, across from Peterson Grain. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week.
0: Well, welcome back to the Haggard, Seft and Hershey, Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly hosted by the Double Eagle at Cross Creek. I'm Rex Brewer along with the Co-host Dane Filling, I should actually say I'm I'm the host, and it's the Dane Filling Wrestling Show. Our guest uh, uh, tonight is uh, Jesse um, Gaskell from South Adams High School. And Jesse, we appreciate uh, that last section where we kind of highlighted your season and your team. And I I think it's good that uh, uh, you get the opportunity to talk about those kids that are coming out. Because typically we follow the Belmont schedule because we have for 30 years, 40 years. And uh, that's the way it is. We've picked up more and more. We just carry the Adams Central-South Adams dual meet. It's fallen on a week that we can't cover it this year. But uh, things like that, uh, we we catch up. And then through the tournament series, we tend to really follow um, all the local area kids. And this show is going to carry local kids. One of our sponsors, um, her husband, is a coach at Jay County. I'm sure we're going to have Eric Myers up here. You know He's a former South Adams guy. Now he's a Jay County, but he's an Adams Central wrestler deep in his heart. So, I mean, we're going to kind of spread this around. So now it's time for the third period, Dane, and what do you got in store for us? Well,
1: we're going to talk a little bit about the action around the state this week uh, outside of our our little corner of the state. There's a couple of big duels tonight. I know uh, our friend AJ has already made his way west over to Wells County, and he's checking out uh, Norwell and Bluffton. A great duel. Remember when
0: that match was nothing?
1: Yeah. It wasn't that long. There was a time there after John Heller left where I really thought that Norwell's program was going to die completely. And John Johnson has brought it back, and it it, it is really great to see. That's at Norwell tonight. Bluffton, like I said, is a great team. I have Norwell ranked number two in 2A.
0: You know, there was a time there when Norwell had,
1: I think they had four head coaches in five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, that duel is tonight, so I'm interested to see uh, who uh, comes away in that match and some of the individual matchups that, that occur there. Uh, Bluffton Norwell got some great, you've got a couple of Johnson kids at Norwell, Landon Birch. Um, but should be some good matchups. We also have Perry Meridian at Franklin, the Jim Tante cup. Uh, <laughs> coach Tante has been, uh, everywhere. Southport, Perry Meridian, Warren central. From what I understand, Rex, uh, I think it's a very honest change of location for coach Tante. I don't think there's anything, uh, fishy going on there. I think his wife, uh, From what I understand, had some some family land down in Johnson County, and uh, it opened up to buy, and his wife said, that's where I want to live long term, and he told his wife, yes, and so he moved to Franklin and has a great, I mean, if you've ever seen Franklin's new school, it is immaculate. Um, and he's coaching there, and they obviously have a great program. They've won Team State, uh, this, the, our new format, once before. I have Perry Meridian ranked number 14, and Franklin ranked 16th, and uh, they're wrestling right now.
0: Well, there's nothing to say that you can't coach anywhere you want. It's not like wrestlers they can't transfer schools. Coaches <laughs> can transfer. Whoever pays you money to teach and <laughs> coach someplace, it's fair game. And, and Coach Tante is going to pick up a job. If he walks into a wrestling and says, I'd like to be head coach, mm-hmm. who's going to say no?
1: And he had a great run at Warren Central with some great, great individuals. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does at, at, at Franklin. So, a couple other local matches: Delta's at Muncie Central tonight. Um, uh, Delta has a very good team again, with some very strong individuals. And uh, Coach AJ Bradley at Muncie Central has done a great job of keeping that program afloat through all of the controversy and everything that's gone on in Muncie schools. Yeah, the
0: uh, the new Delta team is the offspring of the old Muncie South wrestling team yeah, that I it, was used to back in the day. And those guys, those Muncie South guys lost their school. They have nobody really back where they have really got behind the Delta program and have built it back up. And you see them in the room. You see, you know, you got David Locke, who's a former Delta guy, but you got uh, Pease and Whit- all those guys that, mm-hmm. that are really in around there. And they've
1: really did a lot to bring that team back. Between them and the Cowan program, yeah. who is, which is brand new. And they, they've also jumped into this. Yeah, Tony Abbott did a great job with the Cowan program. Um, uh, Jay County has a nice duel tonight uh, against uh, Centerville, who I have ranked number four in uh, 1A, who's also a team state. So two team team state participants there in different classes. And uh, Hamilton Southeastern, who got beat by Fishers uh, last weekend, they were ranked in the top 20. They are now out, and they wrestle at Avon tonight. Tomorrow night, we have two top 20 teams in Chesterton at Portage. Um, Portage got manhandled by Crown Point, but I think that just showed us how good Crown Point really is. Uh, Definitely one of the top four teams. Uh, Homestead and Carroll, an old uh, NHC uh, matchup is tomorrow night, and then Cherubuska, who's going to Team State, is wrestling at Columbia City tomorrow night. On Thursday, we've got a couple of NE8 matchups along with uh, Coach Gaskell's team wrestling at Heritage, um, which we'll be covering for the Democrat. Uh, Norwell wrestles at New Haven and Huntington North is at DeKalb, and the NE8 has four teams at Team State this year yeah. out of the eight, and that doesn't include New Haven, who has a very good uh, team overall. Um, and then there's also a double duel between um, Anderson, who had a gr- Anderson had a great weekend this past weekend, um, beating West Lafayette. No, who, who did they beat? They beat, uh, I'm trying to remember now. They beat... Columbia City is what it was, I think. I'll have to look it up. Uh, But they wrestle Muncie Central and Winchester. So Anderson program sort of on the rise. And then on Saturday, almost everybody in the state wrestles. We've got uh, a huge tournament at Westfield, number eight Carmel, Carroll, number four Crown Point, Yorktown, Zionsville. We already went over Adams Central um, and their tournament that they wrestle at Milan, the Cathedral Tournament that we talked about that Belmont uh, is no longer in. Even at Wabash County, they've got the Wabash County Championships,
3: Rex, which okay. bring
1: in local teams. Blackford from our sectional, along with Manchester, who's ranked number 10 and going to Team State. Uh, Northfield, they've added in Northwestern from Howard County and South Bend Clay. Southern Wells is going to be there. It's so going to our first look at their lineup. Uh, Southwood and then Wabash, who has a great dual team. They're ranked number 5 in 1A. We've got the NECC duels. Uh, we also have Norwell Wrestling at Plymouth. they have going to see number 12, Mishawaka. Along with Dwanger, Goshen, Lowell, Plymouth. Um, and then in Ohio this week, we have Brownsburg and uh, Ron Colley on Saturday. And those will be uh, two very good duels. And then the new number one in 1A, North Posey, who finished third last year at Team State, they're going to wrestle Modern Day. Um, not a match that they're going to win by any means, <laughs> but it shows you a little bit about what North Posey has done with their program that they're wrestling Modern Day on a Saturday.
0: So, Dane, here's the part where we get to the section. Uh, this is something you really want to do. It was called On This Date in History.
1: And uh, I, I've, I've really enjoyed the, the availability at our local public library in Decatur of the microfilm for the Democrat going all the way back into the 1850s and 1860s. And as the wrestling writer for the Decatur Daily Democrat now for the last three or four years, I am in awe of what my predecessors and Nellie Clark and Jim Hopkins, have what they did, There is not a Belmont or Adam Central match in their history that hasn't been documented in the paper with full results going all the way back to the 1960s. For
0: years, I thought Jim Hopkins was was one of my, I must have been one of his favorite wrestlers because I've got stacks and stacks of photos that after the season, Jim would walk up and hand me an envelope full of, of negatives and said, here's a bunch of pictures and I've got. So many photos of my books that I've that Jim took over the years, and I, I can't thank him enough for those. Yeah.
1: So we want to go ahead and, and do a review of two matches from uh, 50 years ago and 40 years ago. 50 years ago, on December third, 1969, we had Ken Webb's first match of his career as head coach at Belmont, and Belmont beats New Haven, 33 to 21. Nellie Clark called it a wild affair <laughs> in his in his. Uh, in his article, and he starts his article off with wow, double wow to give you an idea of how Nelly felt about that. Now,
0: that's strong sports writing. Man. And
1: there was, and that is the time period, Rex, where we did wrestle on Saturdays in these super duels and in these individual tournaments. Yeah, and you wrestled. Weeknights. You wrestled 15 to 20 weeknight duels, just two teams on a horsehair mat. Oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, with, with I started on horsehair mat and they'd separate and then there'd just be like a cloth tart between you'd hit the gym floor <laughs> in between. With
1: snaps and buttons and, yeah. and all of those things. So we're going to go ahead and read the, the, the summary for that um, on who won what and uh, I believe it's Ed Mendez was the 90, 98 pounder there. He won his first match. John Doan got a pin in just 31 seconds at 107 <coughs> and at 115 it was Phil Teamy who won his match um, and then Belmont lost a couple of uh, no, just one match. And then, oh, I have to look at, they don't have first names here. It's a Johnson. That is Joe Johnson, who wrestled 130 that night, and he was a pin winner in 37 seconds. And then Belmont lost the next four matches, which is why Nellie Clark t- called it a double wow. But they came back and they won a match at 175 from a Schultz. Now, there's been a couple Schultz's. Rex, who have wrestled for Belmont. So we've got to get the right one here in our list. I'm not sure I can find which Schultz it was.
0: One thing to tell the fans out there, Microfish is very small, and Dane's really <laughs> struggling to see. And fellow's I, out there, Microfish, it it's an old technology that uh, you kids don't know, but it's not on the Internet anymore.
1: Yeah, that old microfilm is, is really <laughs> hard to read. I see Phil Timmie on here, and I see Mike Jennings. But I don't know which Schultz it was. But anyways, um, there was a Wilder who won at 185, and then Cable... And I'm trying to find who was the heavyweight for... Oh, oh Lewis. It says Lewis Schultz, Rick... Oh, Winkler, not Wilder. Rick Winkler and Mike Cable. Mike, Mike Cable, Cable yeah. had the, uh, the... Belmont won in the last two matches... No, last three matches by pin. So they would have been down 21 to 15 and got pins from those three to win the match and kick off Ken Webb's inaugural season. Now, so,
0: so then the, the next thing Dane wanted to talk about was review of a match in 1979, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to know all about this. And he's, he sends me the update I like, I
1: don't, I don't know, what, what was the deal going on? Tell us about the Muncie South Belmont match. In so this December is December, 3rd, December of 1979, so what we would mostly consider the 1980s. I was a southwestern Michigan roadrunner at that time. There you were. <laughs> so this is the year after Belmont finishes runner-up to Arsenal Tech by two-and-a-half points. And they
0: were in a rebuilding year by sh- for sure. Yeah.
1: So Jim Hopkins is the sports editor then in, in 1979, and he writes in his opening paragraph, it was a typical Muncie South Belmont wrestling meet. That's the way wrestling is supposed to be, uh, was the quote that he got from Denny Hayes that night. So he summed it up in a disappointing but proud Belmont wrestling coach, Denny Hayes, after his number-five-ranked Belmonters were felled on the final match of the evening last night by the number-one-ranked Muncie South uh, Rebels, 29-27. And I'll read you the results for those. No, uh,
0: fans, keep, keep listening because you're going to read one name there, and I'm going to jump in, and I'm just going to praise this
1: kid all over the place. So B.J. Ferreault was the 98-pounder that night, and he beat Charlie Thomas. And I ate lunch with B.J. as I do every day, and I asked B.J. before he looked at this, I said, B.J., who would you wrestle from Muncie South, 1980? He looked at me and said, Charlie Thomas. <laughs> I mean, he knew it, and that's a wrestler for you. Uh, Denny Ferro was uh, the 105, and he had a pin in a minute 30. So I just saw in town this past weekend for his father period. Yes. Denny was in town. At 112, Paul Johnson was a, a first-period pin winner, and uh, Jeff Franzi wrestled 119 that uh, night and won 7-4 over Jeff Gray. Uh, Belmont lost the next two with Danny Roman and Jeff Strickler, although Jim Hopkins notes that Jeff Strickler wrestled one heck of a match to lose just 10 to nothing uh, to Tony Johnson. And then at 138, Steve Carter got a big win. He's got a picture in the article here. He won over Mike Showalter's 13-9. Belmont lost at 145 with Tony Roman and 155 with Dave Reidenbach. Matt Miller came back with the late pin in the third period at 167. Uh, Lloyd Weldy was a loser to a guy by the name of Dave Palmer. And that's where I'm going to step in and say it. David
0: Palmer. I, I refereed his matches in high school. He was the best wrestler I'd ever seen he was slick smooth and uh he was one of those kids real soft baby face looking but he was such a technician he was phenomenal his his older brother bud was a state champion and I'm sorry to say but uh Dave passed away of cancer a couple years ago and it such a big loss for the wrestling
1: community but I'll tell you what Dave Palmer was probably the most class act wrestler I'd ever met in my life and that name David Palmer means something to me because one of the one of the guys who really brought me into wrestling and took me to a lot of matches when I was a young kid and that's Kevin Ripley. And any time you would talk about Muncie or you'd look in the program at State, he'd say David Palmer. That's a name you should remember, well, Dane. David Palmer left Muncie South and went and wrestled for Delta and he was two time state champion for Delta. Yeah. So he he beats Lloyd Weldy in sixteen seconds. Yeah. Barry Barnes then loses the match at one eighty five nine to six and Jeff Bennett needed to stay off his back, but Danny Peckinpah was a pretty good heavyweight that year, and he wins in a minute 14. A couple of names then in the reserve meet. Uh, Joel Mishler won, Tim Gurkey, and uh, who else do we have here? Jeff Coyne and Greg Cable were all winners for the junior varsity in that action.
0: So I, I tell you what, from being an old wrestling guy from years back, I love that segment, Dane, and I'm glad you really – Put some time into that and pull those uh, it's those be, facts and figures. It's out. It's going to be
1: a lot of fun. We're going to do it every week, and we're going to go. We're going to go back either twenty or thirty or forty or fifty years uh, and go there. So, so that
0: kind of wraps up the uh, third period presented by Complete Printing Service, and we kind of slipped to overtime, and we're we're right on the edge. We were so good there for a while, Dane. We, we got we're a good. couple min- got time, couple minutes left here, and uh, now we're into the uh, overtime period sponsored by
1: Cross Creek. So we just wanted to highlight what WZBD has coming up this week. They've got Belmont, who's 2-0, and and has a really good start with Cade Filling being their leading scorer. They're at Concordia tonight. I'm not sure who's on the call for that one, but definitely listen at 7.30 here when the game starts. Tomorrow night we've got Hitzer Sports Weekly. And um, I believe then after that, uh, number five Virginia in college basketball, who's 7-0 and against Purdue. Friday night, we've got Southern Wells at Adams Central Boys Basketball, their season opener, and then we've got back-to-back Adam Central, the Eric Mann special, as I would call it. <laughs> they will play uh, Madison Grant on Saturday night, and then on Sunday, you've got uh, the Colts playing Tampa Bay at 1, and then Northwestern at Purdue and the Big Ten opener at and, 5. And, and I'll be the first one to tell you,
0: sometimes I enjoy listening to the Colts game on the radio better than
1: watching on TV. I, I agree. It's a little bit different with Bob Lamy out, but it's still it's still. <laughs> I love Bob listening. Lamy. Bob Lamy wore it on his sleeve. Yes, he did. Okay, Rex, i got a challenge for you now. You've got a couple matches here to pick, and then we're going to revisit these picks when we come back next week our sh- before we go on the air. For I'm, not, I'm not a
0: betting man, so we're just friendly wagers.
1: Uh, wrestling right now, Perry Meridian and... Franklin Community, who's your I, pick? I, I
0: think the Perry the Perry guys have been so strong for so many years. I think it's it's Perry.
1: Okay, and then we've got Bluffton at Norwell tonight. AJ has a text here to me. I haven't read it yet. I'll I tell you what.
0: I, I've i heard a lot about Norwell. I know that uh, Bluffton's got some more kids. Coach Sprunger is one of the hardest-nosed guys I ever saw on a mat. You know, He wrestled at Bluffton. If he'd wrestled someplace else, I mean, he could have been a multiple-time state champ. Mm-hmm. And his his father is one of our sponsors here tonight.
1: Yep. So who's your pick, Bluffton or Norwell tonight? It might I, be over I, already.
0: I stalled Norwell.
1: Okay. And then I want you to pick a winner this Cathedral Super Duel. They've got number two Cathedral, Cincinnati LaSalle, who's ranked number eleventh in the nation, uh, number five Warren Central, and number six Avon. Do you know, think I, LaSalle beats all three of those teams, or do I, you think Cathedral can hang with with the team of that? I think LaSalle beats them all. Okay. Outside of uh, LaSalle, then. Cathedral, Warren Central, or Avon. Who 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 goes uh, two and zero in the, in those round rounds? I think Cathedral. They Win, really wins do their other matches between uh, Rogers, uh, Bailey, uh, and some of the other guys. That, and don't forget, they have a new name at heavyweight, which we're yeah. very familiar yeah. with. One saw that one Holden, <laughs> Holden Parsons. <laughs>
0: From Yorktown. Used to wear green and green and black, but uh, now he's wearing... A a green 50, and gold.
1: Yeah. And that's going to make a big difference for them when it comes to dual season. Yeah, because
0: so. we, we saw him wrestle for the last couple of years coming in as a freshman. was a big, strong freshman heavyweight for years, so... Um, that kind of wraps our show. we like to really appreciate and, and uh, thank Jesse for coming in and talking about the Southam Starfires. And uh, I'm certain you'll be invited back numerous times, and if you just want to come up and hang out with us and kind of throw some banter in there, I'm sure we'll take that.
5: <laughs> no, this is fantastic. Thank you guys for having me, and, and Dane, appreciate the, the hard work you put in for, for covering this stuff.
0: And uh, we like to thank uh, Ted Springer Insulation for sponsoring the weigh-ins, and uh, Paul Baker Drywall, another phenomenal wrestler and a phenomenal sports uh, supporter. And his, he sponsored the first period. Second period sponsored by uh, Heller Nursery, who's got a have, they have a very strong wrestling background in that uh, business out there. The third period sponsored by Complete Printing Service. I'd like to thank Charlie Bruin for that. And then our overtime period presented by uh, sponsored by Cross Creek and Double Eagle. And we're joined here by. By uh, Jason Cree. and Jason, we kind of put it on you. You got a couple of things brewing around here. But uh, you have some special, special nights coming up that you think you might uh, want to advertise real quick here.
8: Thanks, Rick. So there's, there's a few things that we're doing up here. Uh, I want to. I appreciate this. This actually worked out really well. Um, We didn't know how well this was going to work. We didn't even know if it was going to work, but uh, I appreciate it. We have a few uh, uh, nights coming up uh, with some live music, uh, some steak nights. uh, Mark, December 20th on your calendar, a really good act named Brandon Wide, and I'll be cooking steaks on the grill, probably be snowing. Same thing um, for New Year's Eve always. Uh, We have a steak dinner, um, and uh, otherwise we're open Seven days a week, come out, have some fun, and I uh, want to encourage you to come out here. This is a really neat thing. Uh, we're going to have a speaker, so you're going to be able to hear what these guys are talking about, and uh, maybe if uh, Rex and Dane agree, if we get enough people, we could have a question and answer session or something like that in overtime.
1: I think that's something we can look forward to on the 17th. Now, on the 10th, we'll be at Belmont for the Belmont-New Haven match, but we'll be back here at the Double Eagle on, uh, on the 17th. Sounds great. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And that's been uh, one of our sponsors, uh, Jason Cree, the Double Eagle here. And uh, Dana, I think it went pretty well. We ran a little bit over. Uh, thanks for uh, Steve Ross running aboard for us back to the studio. <coughs> Tickle in my throat. And uh, with that, I think we've completed our uh, first ever episode of the Haggard Sefton, Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle at Cross Creek. And uh, Dane, tell us when we think we'll be able to have the podcast out.
1: Uh, We're going to upload that to uh, Indiana Matt, and he's going to be able to push that out. So if you have, uh, well, I'm an Apple user, but if you have an iPhone, you go to podcast, you search Indiana Matt, you hit subscribe or follow, and he's going to be able to push that out right to your phone. It's going to download automatically, and you're going to be able to listen to us
0: whenever you want. Since we're a couple minutes over, anyways, let's talk about we're going to bring the
1: Team State Ranking Show. WZBD. Well, it's in the works, and I think it's going to happen. But we are going to reveal on WZBD, uh, either on December 31st or on January 1st. We've got to work out the details as to where this is going to take place. Um, But we are going to reveal the pairings and the groupings. In a simulcast with Indiana, Matt, we're going to be on on air on both the web and on the radio station. We're going to tell you who all of our local teams are going to wrestle in the first two rounds, uh, first three rounds, I guess, technically, of the Team State Tournament on January 4th, uh, and it's going to be really exciting. And that's going to be a video link, too, right? It is. So you're going to have to take your radio face off. (laughs) I only
0: got one face, and it's made for radio, I'm telling you. (laughs) But uh, with that, I appreciate everybody who happened to tune in and listen to us. I'd like to thank Jesse for being our guest. Thank all of our sponsors. And uh, with that, we're going to sign off. And we'll look for us next week prior to the Belmont-New Haven match uh, coming from Belmont High School. With that, we're out.
6: Hey, Indiana High School wrestling fans. This is Jason Cree, and I'm excited to announce that the Double Eagle will be hosting this year's High School Wrestling Coaches Show live at 6.05 every Tuesday night throughout the season. The Double Eagle is proud to sponsor local sports, and we invite you to come up and experience a live radio remote. As always, we are open seven days a week, to bring you great food, cold drinks, and exciting sports action. Follow us on Facebook for all of the updates and come visit us at the Double Eagle, 1730 Nutman Avenue, Indicator.
2: When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best Paul Baker Drywall. You don't always need an attorney, but when you do, the man to call is Brad Weber. Brad has extensive experience in most legal matters and will help you make your problems disappear. Keep this number handy, 452-7045. That's 452-7045. You just never know when you'll need the services of an experienced litigator like Brad Weber.
7: Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams-Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you.